Hello everybody and welcome back to the Yellow Squared podcast. It's myself, Ned, and I'm of course joined by my brother James. Good evening, James. How are you? Hey mate, good evening. I'm very well. How are you getting on? Yeah, I'm I'm getting on pretty well, pretty damn well since the season's finished. And of course, this is the episode where we look through the season in total. So we'll get things started with the preseason. And in the preseason, it feels like a million years ago, but Ooh. of course, Rob Edwards was appointed. And uh, in the in the most Watford way possible, he was of course appointed uh, by sort of being stolen from Forest Green without the owners of Forest Green knowing. There was of course a lot of controversy, but nonetheless, August came and uh, Rob Edwards was at the helm. So, James... Mm. We'll go through. We'll talk us through. Talk us through August. Well, yeah, and no, I think I'll happily talk you through August. I think I just to jump on um, what your your little intro there about kind of the preseason and and uh, the the vibes. It, it really felt like, and I think it's important to to touch on this really when we're talking about the season as a whole because I think we'll allude to it a lot. Mm. But you're you're right with with the appointment of um, Rob Edwards. Yes, it, it felt like the club had, at the time, learnt its lessons from that terrible Premier League season. We'd we'd gone out and gone and found the person we wanted. We'd kind of, not not well, not sort of bullied our way through, but we 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 earmarked the person we wanted. Mm. We went and got him in. We were going in a new direction, a young progressive manager, um, who we were going to give a chance. We had the Elton John concert and there was a lot of positive vibes. And I think that carried over from pre-season into, into the start of August mm. um, where we started well. I was at the opening day uh, with, with um, my good, my good mates and uh, we won one nil Sheffield United. It was a great, it was, it was a good game of football. We looked threatening on the counter attack and the atmosphere mm. inside the Vic was was really good that day, and and when when João Pedro scored uh, that that goal from that you know wonderful counter attack from a Sheffield United corner, yeah, you know the whole place erupted, and, and we hung on. And I remember leaving there, leaving that day, thinking, wow, you know, Sar João Pedro. We had Dennis at the time. Um, there were a few players playing out of position, notably Kamara was playing on the right, and Samuel was out on the left wing back. We were playing this back back three, sort of this wing-back system that, that Rob Edwards sort of um, was uh, renowned for from his time at, um, at Forest Green. And, uh, you know, we uh, we we came out, out of the way of that, that game on a real high, you know. We knew Sheffield United were going to be a good team. They they threatened us because they were a good team, but we looked pretty comfortable and, and we'd gone, we came away and we got the result. And especially when the fixtures came out, we looked at the opening few games of the season and we were sat, you know, we were sat thinking, "Cool, we've got a bit of a tricky, tricky opening mm. uh, set of fixtures." Um, when you when you looked at the fixture list, and, and then you know we we went on West Brom, Burnley. We had games against uh, Birmingham and Preston away, uh, and then and then a couple of other games towards the end of the season, which we'll, which we'll come to in a minute. And um, it was a tough start, but you know we were unbeaten from five. Uh, we had the SAR goal of the season yeah. uh, against West Brom. We clung on for dear life in that game, but we missed the penalty to to win the game. Yeah, two we could have won it. Um, and then we had that Burnley game, which you know cleverly scored just before half time, and 
and that that seemingly ended his season because yeah. uh, he got in, he got injured in that um, yeah yeah in, in that move uh, and then we had the Kamara red card and we we're again backs against the wall so I, you know I think for me you know we started the season really dogged the team was working hard we weren't particularly fluent going forward you know and probably foreshadowed the rest of the season uh, but you know we we got results. And uh, you know, in in amongst all of that, we had Ismail Assar signing for Villa. Then not, uh, we signed Courtney Hawes. Um, remember him? And then <laughs> we had, and then we had three three home games when end end the month. The cup game against MK Dons, which I was at, and then we had the QPR loss, and and then the Middlesbrough win for the hundred years of the Vic, which again, I was at. Uh, and I, but I must admit, if if I'll just touch on the the cup game. I know in our 10 seasons of the Pozzo's pod, we spoke about how awful um, we, we've we been in the Cups. Mm. I was I was at that game, uh, and I think that was the first time that I kind of thought, oh, maybe something's not quite not quite right. Um, I know it was a much rotated side. We saw Okoye the, for the first time. I think Gaspar played for the first time. There was, so it was a rotated squad, but... It was a really, really poor performance that that evening. I, I remember that vividly. We got sort of just bullied off the park um, by MK Dons, uh, and that was kind of the first time I thought, "Well, oh, maybe something's not quite right yet." But then, you know, we 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 finished the month with a, an amazing win at the the hundredth um, year of the of the Vic celebrations with uh, with the Crow bagging in the in the ninetieth minute yeah, to uh, the crow. To, to win. And you know, I think the month ended on a bit of a on a bit of a a bit of a high, you know. Yeah. We were we finished fourth, you know. We we were fourth at the end of the month, played seven, and got twelve points from it. Mm, mm. Uh, and it and it just sort of felt like okay, yeah, yeah, we're doing all right. We're a little bit um, in sort of first gear, struggling a little bit, but we're we're grinding out the results where we need to, and, and now we just need to kick on. Um, the transfer window closed, and the squad was felt like it was really solid. Um, but yeah, that was that was my take on my take on August, mate. Yeah, uh, well, I, I agree with all of those statements. I just thought it was um, interesting to say that QPR at home was a bit of a, a bit of a weird one. I think we didn't really deserve to lose three two. Uh, we had that goal from KMB, which was uh, ruled offside, but not offside. And and yeah, I, I think the the overall vibe, the club was fairly positive. We obviously. I think watching the West Brom game and the Birmingham game, I just did feel a bit like, you know, I thought we'd be dominating the games a bit more than we would like a bit bit more than we were, um, maybe foreshadowing what was what was to come from, from the this really sort of fragile mentality of the team. But I thought, you know, at the end of August Maybe that could have been the moment to kick on um, out of first gear and, and move on uh, into the season, just blitz the league, which the team on paper probably should have been looking to do. Mm. But then... We're also, we're also forgetting, just, just, we're also forgetting that um, August was the month of Raymond I scoring his first goal. Of course, no, you're you're fine to jump in. Rayman I, the uh the Watford legend. Greatest number nine. Of course, getting that 
that uh, final touch on that Ken Semmer strike, which completely wrong-footed the goalkeeper and uh, found its way into the bottom corner. And uh, <laughs> I think we should have noticed from the way he willed away in celebration that he was not accustomed to scoring many goals. <laughs> but we'll move on to September where the wheels look to uh, look to be falling off a small amount. So we started with a one-all draw away at Rotherham. Uh, we were both at this game. It was my first game of the season. Um, yeah. So it was nice to nice to finally get there. Uh, we've already been to the to the uh, Rotherham Stadium before the New York Stadium. Yeah. Um, so it was nice to go back, get a point. Yeah, we probably should have won that game. Uh, really poor to concede so early on. And then, it was a goal, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a pretty poor goal. And of course, Richard Wood hit the gritty after that. So my mate who's a Rotherham fan. <laughs> Absolutely love that. And uh, <laughs> and after that, we caught, we sort of um, put in the first real 0 out of 10 performance of the season, if I'm being honest. Ooh. Blackburn Rovers away. The team did not turn up. I remember Dan Backman sort of apologising to the... Uh, to the fans that had travelled all, all that way, um, midweek game, oh, wasn't it? Midweek, yeah, um, with a lot of train strikes and all sorts of nonsense going on, and then yeah, the the uh, the final game of the month was that two all draw with Sunderland, which we should have probably won again. So yeah, the results on the field were pretty negative, which actually left us in tenth uh, position. Yeah, and uh, I think we were we were looking really really shaky which of course led to Rob Edwards being sacked and Slavin Bilic being appointed which um I I obviously <laughs> it's really beggar's belief what the what the owners were thinking with that decision but uh on a more positive note obviously João Pedro and Imran Lauza did uh sign some new deals with the club which is nice to see um, which probably would have bumped up both of their transfer values uh, come the end of the season, which we'll see with our Pedro. So, yeah. James, moving on into October, probably our our best month uh, of it's the a, season yeah. as far as results go. So, uh, talk us through talk us through um, October. Yeah, I think you're right. I think October. Um, if I was to summarise October, it was the uh, on-off month. Yeah, but, but it. Probably the best. You're right. It's the best month. We had some. We had some incredible results um, in 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 that month, in, both in terms of performance and, and scoreline as well. You know, um, Bilic's first game in charge was the Stoke City game, four nil. And, yeah. And I know Stoke were poor that day, but watching the highlights back, and you know, we 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 really sort of tore into them, really. Yeah. You know. And great goals were scored. You know, we saw, we saw, sort of, the, we saw Davies. I know he'd scored previously. He scored his first goal for um, the club in the Sunderland game in, in uh, yeah. the previous game, actually. But you know, it, that's where he sort of started really bullying players, and, and he sort of scored that great sort of left-footed drive. Yeah. And so we started started the month well with that four-nil win, and I think everybody thought, okay, that's the Watford we wanted to see, mm. um, and that's the Watford we know that that existed. But then we followed it up with with a two one defeat to Swansea. I was at that game. That was the one where we had twenty minutes of added time um, because the referee sort of forgot that he had a whistle 
so he could still referee um but he decided he wanted to get his microphone fixed so and and that 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 break in play happened when we were one nil up yeah. we weren't sort of we weren't sort of doing particularly well um we weren't sort of battering Swansea but Swansea also weren't necessarily um no no offering anything really offering too much that day but yeah then play re- play resumed and we conceded two goals in 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 that injury time if that makes sense mm. lost that game and then and then you spoke about the Blackburn game being the, the first of the awful performances of the season. Well, the trip up to Blackpool probably isn't too much further um, ahead of ahead of the Black Blackburn. Yeah, yeah. You sort of getting thumped three one, and it, it it was it was a great free kick from loser, but the the defensive implosion in the sort of the the final sort of ten minutes of that game really did sum up. Um, Watford season, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, yeah. I know, it, I know it was still relatively early in the season, but yeah, it kind of, it kind of showed exactly how brittle and fragile we were. But anyway, we went again, and then we had the Norwich game, and and you know we love playing Norwich. Uh, I'm sure we'll talk about the, the game away in in January in a, in a minute or two. But um, that was again, we were two 0 up, and and we were playing great football. Some great goals scored. We missed a penalty. And, and then uh, old uh, Josh Sargent popped up with his obligatory goal for the season, of course, uh, against us, and uh, and it was uh, sort of back up and running really, because the performance was gr- the performance was good that game. You know, I, I think that's kind of the theme for this month. We had good performances followed by abject ones, and what happened after the Norwich game? It was the Millwall game. The loser broke his leg. Um, we had a little bit of a makeshift side with some injuries uh, in there. And uh, we got absolutely turned over three nil, uh, yeah. rightly so, um, and it was pretty horrendous. And then, if I'm right in thinking, we had a we had the international break, I think it was. Uh, yeah. And then, and then there was then there were the next game. Oh, um, can't remember who it was, but we we <laughs> turned up. We did them four nil, um, and yeah, they were pretty garbage that day. Whoever we were playing, mm. um, so a real. Real turning over kind yeah, of performance. You mustn't forget they were all very ill beforehand. Oh in yes, the week before. Yeah, that's right. They they had a little bit of uh, yeah, a bit of a cold, <laughs> um, and I th- so we did them four 0 and it was that was yeah. I think that's the highlight of the season, isn't it? Yeah, really. Yeah. Um, that was that was also in my opinion. That was the game where we saw just how good Jao Pedro was. Oh football. yeah. Oh yeah. And I know. I know he only scored one, but wow! Um, yeah, it's. I've it, seen it, a lot of people it, say it's the best individual performance they've seen from a Watford player, and I have to agree that the, his highlight reel from that game is just unbelievable. Oh yeah, I completely agree with you um, in terms of sort of technical ability. Yeah, I know. I know some of the older generation Watford fans might might say different in terms of individual performances. Yeah. but in in my living memory, I I, I don't think I've seen a, a performance sort of quite like that. No, no. And then we followed up the month um, with a one 0 win away at Wigan. Uh, so, yeah, real highs and lows. No consistency, but no. in my in in my opinion, for the wins we got performance wise, um, I think October was was right up there. Uh, yeah, for the month. Yeah, and, no, um, I agree. We finished the month in I think it was seventh. Yeah, was we did finish in seventh at the end of that month. I just remember feeling sort of as a. Loser came on towards the end of the Stoke game and bossed the midfield and obviously got that assist for Bayo for the fourth goal. 
And then it just felt like, you know, loser was that missing key that we were lacking. And mm. then, you know, it was a real blow to see him break his, uh, break his ankle against Millwall, who are obviously just Watford's kryptonite team. For, <laughs> for some reason this season, um, we got absolutely battered by them twice. Really unfortunate to see him break his leg. Um, yeah, a bit of a freak one, wasn't it, really? Really strange, yeah. He just blocked the blocked the cross as it came in and he just... Planted uh, his ankle, didn't he? Yeah, it was really a really unfortunate um, way for him to miss out quite a lot of the season. Um, again, having missed the start of the... Uh, the start of the season through, uh, I think it was a knee ligaments injury. Yeah. But moving on into November, we carried on that good form um, <clears throat> to make it three wins in a row away at Cardiff. And yeah, yeah I just yeah. remember thinking that game, just well done to all the Watford fans that made it because I believe there was a crash uh, at some point uh, on the way. So a lot of Watford fans actually had to turn around and go home. Real trek midweek, wasn't but, it? Yeah, a real trek. But, 2-1 win and Watford scored from two corners which is unheard of two, from Watford <laughs> two corners and and looking at the fixtures oh no I think there's only other I think there's only one other and um, it was a come from behind win yeah the only yeah. I think the only other one was the Middlesbrough game at the mm. start at the end of August mm-hmm. yes uh, after that we sort of there's a frustrating one losing 1-0 to Coventry uh, who at the time ha- were having a little bit of a, a resurgence in form, having had a really slow start to the season. Uh, obviously, Vic uh, scoring the goal against us. And then yeah. we had Reading at home, quite possibly one of the worst teams that came to the Vicarage oh. Road this season. Uh, yeah. We dispatched yeah. them easily, as El Pedro scoring a brace. We did. Mm. Like, and, I, was uh, that, like, well, I was at that game as... Uh, was at that game as well, um, again with uh, with uh, with my mate Nick, and uh, I think that was the that for me was the sign that there were sort of issues because yes, I mean Reading didn't turn up; they they, they just you know it, they were really poor, but we made real hard work. Even though it was two 0 we we didn't yeah. play particularly. No, no, no. It was a João Pedro penalty, and then and then we we scored sort of one on the break yeah. uh, to win. It, it really felt like that was um, that was how the season was going to was going to go. To be honest, either teams would not not show up, or, or it would be ninety minutes of us trying to break a team down. We yeah. would play, and then we might we might sneak one. It, we we really started to see the slow tempo and the and the sort of the the methodical plodding of of. <clears throat> yeah, it's a weird one. It did feel like one of those games where in other seasons we'd have, you know, hit them for five or six. Uh, we just really struggled to break them down, which was a real theme throughout the rest of the season. Uh, it's particularly lower teams that came to Watford hoping for a point. But yeah, uh, we finished that month, November, with a nil-nil draw away to Bristol City. And of yeah. course, uh, Cafu ruptured his Achilles in that game. Yeah, that was and, a real uh, shame. Yeah, which was actually yeah, a massive blow given how well he actually stepped into playing right back from centre mid, um, yeah. which is a real shame. And then obviously, the World Cup break happened. And to be honest, um, heading into that World Cup break, it didn't feel like 
we were doing awfully. Um, we were, you know, fourth in the league, and um, yeah, it just it felt like we we were kind of just plodding through. We weren't really doing a lot of damage to those further up than us. But you know, looking through October and November, we had a lot of wins under our belt, and certainly more so than August and September. And we were just sort of could have pushed on, having had that little break uh, in between the World Cup. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I remember that vividly. I remember us thinking we'd had a bit of a shaky start, um, but you know we had Bilic. We were starting to win games. It really felt like the, the World Cup break had actually come at a good time for us because we had a few players out injured, and um, you know we, we'd be getting closer to the January transfer window, so we might be able to get a few few extra players in. Mm. Um, and it felt like okay, well if they go away, they have a good uh, sort of good training camp because we didn't have that many people go go to the World Cup. Mm. We, if we sort of go and, and do some work, and, and we can sort of hit the ground hit the ground running because oh how foolish were we mm. looking at the fixture list, the December fixture list as we'll talk about in a minute. They were winnable games. We yeah. could have really we could have really kicked on. Very winnable games. So moving on to December. Oof. We made a decent number of signings in December, and I think majority of that was because of the abhorrent injury crisis that we went through. Uh, yeah. Kone signed, Bakuna and uh, Martins also signed. Uh, obviously, yeah. they did not um, feature until January when the window opened. So, this month, um, we played, we started off first game back from the World Cup and it was just the most pre-season friendly game I think we've ever watched. It was a terrible game of football and it was about minus 3,000 at Vicarage Road that day. It was brutal, wasn't it? That was a, it was a miserable game of football. Hmm. Terrible. <laughs> really miserable. It's, it's so, so bad. <laughs> and uh, obviously uh, the cult hero Ray Manite missed probably... One of the easiest <laughs> chances I, I've ever seen, <laughs> which is a yes. real shame. Then did his hamstring and went back off uh, about two yeah. minutes later. So after that, we were a bit like, oof. Um, thought we'd kick on after after the World Cup finished. Hull was a bit of a warm-up. And then, you know, we were straight back in it. Huddersfield away. João yep. Pedro really stepped up in this game, scoring two goals. And uh, I just remember yeah. Delhi Bashirin made that really, you know, dynamic run through the centre of the field um, for the for the first goal, and Brilliant. then we really fell apart <laughs> towards the end of December. Millwall at yeah. home, two 0 loss on Boxing Day. That was one of those um, where you just, why did I pay ten pounds to watch that? I think, yeah, I think you knew from sort of about the fifth minute that Millwall were going to walk all over us. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then, of course, João Pedro uh, got his ankle injury, which put him out for eight weeks. Um, And I think really we looked very limp going forward uh, in the following game. And a lot of Watford fans went to Swansea that night to see us drop a possible minus out of 10 and lose 4-0. It was Probably the worst performance, other than Luton away, that I've seen Watford put in for a, a long time. A long time. For a 
long time at this level. Absolutely, mm. yeah. It was that was that was a shambolic performance. Really poor. Um, so yeah. Any other comments uh, for December, James? I think uh, the only thing I would sort of say about the final two games, the Millwall and Swansea games, was I think that was where we really started to see um, the the mental fragility in in the squad because uh, the Millwall game was where Cameron got sent off, wasn't it? He did he push. Yeah, yeah, he just had a moment of madness. Yeah, and so he sort of lashed out, and uh, you know he he took he took some pelters for that, and quite yeah. rightly so. Yeah, I I think um, that was a a reflection though. I think he just lashed out, but it was more so a reflection of how frustrated yeah, um, totally. the players were, how like how poorly they were playing, um, mm. and just how poorly the season had gone really. Up to that Absolutely. point, it just felt we yeah, were stuck yeah. in first gear, couldn't get out of it, and yeah. I think the, that that moment really sort of summed up uh, the season at that point and how frustrated he was, um, just how poorly we were we were and playing. It also, it also felt like um, Millwall showed the blueprint to sides coming to Watford oh, uh, yeah. on on how to uh, on how to just completely stop us, you know, wind us up, slow it down. Be aggressive, um, and, uh, and and you'll get something out of out of us, particularly yeah. at home. Yeah, yeah. And, and 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 Swansea was just, yeah, that was it was that was abysmal because I know I know we had about twenty one players out injured or something ridiculous. What yeah. was the what what was it at one point sixteen? Yeah, sixteen first team players. We had you know all those players out injured, but you know as everybody pointed out, you still got eleven professional footballers out on the pitch. Oh yeah. The mid- no, the, there's no excuses. Yeah, the minimum that we'd expect is people to run about, and, and they uh, didn't even do that. Yeah, and they and they sort of they definitely piled it in. So that was that was alarm bells. That was alarm bells, and then absolutely so. As all football fans do, uh, we go well. It's all right because uh, now it's January and we've got a uh, we've got a transfer window. 